why in an apocalypse situation, I'll just die. I don't want to do this. I can't be stressed all the time. I can't. I need a break. <laughs> and if that break is death, then so be it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Hour the Hundred podcast brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 27-year-old actor and artist. I like brooding anti-heroes, feminist agendas, and I remember way too many details that no one else cares about. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere, and our fun fact for this episode is, how much you know about coding? Sam came up with this uh, <laughs> with this, this question, and I was like, actually, I have an answer for this. I don't know a whole lot about coding or hacking or whatever the heck Raven does this episode, but uh, when I was growing up, when I was in middle school, there was a very famous social media site on, like, in Canada. Mm-hmm. It was called Nexopia. Okay. And I didn't realize it was just in Canada until I was much older when I started talking to my uh, my American my other friends about friends. about Nexopia, and everyone was like, "No one knows what that freaking is." <laughs> um, but it was like I don't even know how to explain it. But it was like just sort of like a blogging thing, and you're like friends with your friends, and then basically, no, yeah, my I, no no my Canadian MySpace. Uh-huh. Okay, I was gonna say my um, explanation for this will put this in context. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, so there was this Canadian social media site called Nexopia when I was in middle school. I had this whole thing where like you could and you could get like themes for like your page, and if you were like a pro subscriber, then you could like HTML your own theme. Mm-hmm. And so I became a pro subscriber because I was an insane middle schooler and I learned how to HTML so that I could make my own theme on Nexopia. Amazing. Do I still know HTML? Not really. <laughs> but I did learn HTML in order to do that. Mm-hmm. And I know some basics. Yeah. And that was probably good. You know, that's something I'm still bringing into my life because I was an insane middle schooler. Exactly. And my name is Samantha Coley. I'm a 29-year-old news editor at Collider. I love over 40s OTPs and making playlists. I'm on Twitter at Sam Casey's where you can find me yelling about television and fangirling middle-aged actresses. And um, I came up with this question for a very similar reason, because I learned to do HTML and like basic CSS, CCS, I can't remember. CSS on LiveJournal for very similar reasons. I never built my own theme because I imagine LiveJournal was a more, slightly more complex platform. Mm -hmm. But so I, but I would find, you could get custom themes that other people who were smarter than me made. And then you could go in and like read the code and edit it in certain places, which you can also do with Tumblr now too, Mm -hmm. um, which was where I moved after LiveJournal. And so I taught myself like the basics for that so that I could edit my themes in like small ways. So like the bones of it are still all code I don't understand. And then editing like fonts or colors or what goes where. And yeah, so it was like super fun. And I also still use it all the time. And like I use the basics of it even in my actual job to make sure that an article is formatted correctly. So yeah. Cool. Um, and today we have words to say about episode 314 of The 100, Red Sky at Morning. This episode will contain spoilers for all seven seasons of The 100. So Red Sky at Morning comes from a sailor's rhyme. You know, it's similar to if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down, you know, or orange, orange to the, <laughs> or blue to the sky, orange to the thigh, you know? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> red sky at night, sailor's delight, red sky at morning, sailors take warning. Yeah, exactly. Good to remember these things. Nice little nursery rhyme reminder. Yeah. You know, in case you guys ever go sailing. In <laughs> case you ever go sailing. So before we go into the episode, um, we had a really quick thoughts from listeners for um for this pod. It was a SoundCloud comment by Subatomic Fox, and it was in regards to the last episode, which you'll recall was Join or Die, of and course, we saw, you know, the, one the we kids liked. being taken <laughs> and all the stuff on the, the flashback, etc. Um, and they wrote, imagine if all the people who volunteered to be culled had been given the opportunity to volunteer to go to the ground. That would have been so interesting because I do think that the cull in season one depleted the baseline of human decency in the Ark's population. Imagine if Tor Lemkin had showed up on the ground with his daughter's barrette to talk to the grounders about peace. Yeah. 
that you're exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help but agree. I think that that would have changed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you. Uh, thank you for your thought. I completely agree with you. And we are going to go into the episode. There are three storylines this episode. It is Polis, Arcadia, and the Luna stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Polis. So we decided uh, to change up our template a little bit. So we are going to go a little bit farther into uh, what we do for our Riverdale podcast, which is that we have completely gotten rid of summaries. Um, I'm just going to remind you, because I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've seen the episode, um, remind you what episode it is, and then um, we're just going to talk about what happens, because uh, it feels like the summaries start, of, start to sort of get redundant. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing. And this episode, if you'll recall, is in the Polis storyline, Murphy, Pike, and Indra try and destroy the backpack, and then it doesn't work. In the Arcadia storyline, Raven starts to hack into Allie. Allie notices Monty kills his mom a second time, and also Marper occurs. Yes. And then in the Luna storyline, the people who are chipped get onto Luna's rig. Luna is uh, tortured and uh, has to kill basically everybody she loves, and then she she sends Clark and Bellamy and Octavia and Jasper on their way, finally. <laughs> so that's what happens this episode. Starting with the Polis storyline, we have Indra, Pike, and Murphy in the prisoner's chamber, mm-hmm. as we saw them last episode. Correct. Um, the grounder uh, basically says, hey, we like the Sky Crew plan. And that's the one that we see in the City of Light later. And Indra says the running is not a plan. Murphy is like, it's not running, it's surviving. That's my thing, you see. Being a coward is actually smart. Exactly. So they're like, how long are we supposed to keep running? It's going to just keep following us. Pike agrees that it's a good idea to retreat and then come back stronger. He says that's a genuine strategy. Yeah. Indra says, what if we just killed Jaha? And Murphy's like, that I like. But (laughs) here's the thing. He's not actually the leader. He's also being controlled. And Pike is like, what? But then Murphy's like, actually, I've spoken too soon. Never mind too much information. You guys don't need to know that. Don't know that. And Pike's like, please be honest. And Murphy's like, no. I shan't. I'm not really sure why. Um, do you trust this man? I mean, I definitely don't trust the man, but I, I'm also like, if I if these are my allies right now, should I they not have all the information? No, because they could turn on you at any minute. So then the guards show up and they're like, hey, so you guys have been chained up for a while. Do you guys want to take the key now? And they're like, no. <laughs> And we never will, no. So then they notice the cuts on Pike and Allie says, we didn't do that. I know because I have everyone's brain. (laughs) And so someone is free. Someone else, someone in this room did it. Jinkies. So I have a question. Uh Do you think that Allie can be like in everyone's eyeline at once or can she only be in one place at a time? Like if she's here in the eyeline of these guards, is she also with Amori? Can she also no. be with Amori at the same time? I think she's only appearing to one person at a time. I agree. That's be- why most of them are usually just kneeling. She yeah. can command them all at once if she needs to. Yeah. But she can't directly speak to them. I don't want to call Allie a consciousness, but I think that, you know, she's singular in that way. Because later we do see her talking to Amori and Jaha in the City of Light at the same time, mm-hmm. but she's saying the same thing. You know, like, she's in the middle of a sentence. So it's like she's speaking to Amori and Jaha, but she's saying the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, she's continuing the sentence. Yeah, like, that's what I was saying. Like, she yeah. can command them all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they, like, go around and they're checking people's stuff, and Indra kills both of them, so RIP to Briggs. Um, <laughs> sorry, man. Uh, Indra- and he dem- had it coming. Yeah, after everybody's gone, Indra demands to know what Murphy knows, and they're like, he's like, uh, anyway, we should probably go through the tunnels, and- They're like, please give us information that would help us. Indra threatens Murphy. And so he explains that they need to destroy Jaha's backpack to destroy Ali. And Indra knows that the backpack is in the temple. Yep. Uh, Pike knows that they'll expect them to run so they won't run. And they'll be like, ooh, they'll be off their rhythm. (laughs) So Pike and Indra and Murphy are going to go and not run while all the other people run. So that they go after the people who are running. Hold on, distraction. And not them. My next question. Hey, why does go in trig sound like pants? Mm, Don't know, but it does. Okay. Uh, So Pike tells Murphy that his father would be proud of him. And I'm like, "Uh, I will. That's not for you to say. Did you even know my dad? 
That's just, really? just weird and bad and, like, don't. Don't talk to me. <laughs> it's, like, assumed intimacy that you have not earned. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, okay, how are we going to do this? And Murphy says carefully, which comes back later. But I'm not really sure. I'm like, is it supposed to be a joke? What do you mean? Like, you know, people are like, well, how do we do this thing? And then it's like, very carefully. And that's the joke is that it's like, you don't, you're not actually explaining how to do it. Uh-huh. You're just saying yeah. to be careful about it. But it doesn't really read like that. I just thought it was weird. I don't like this episode. I mean, I think that it probably is meant like that. It's mm-hmm. just the show is not funny. Yeah. So. Right. So, uh, in the City of Light, one of the grounders who was the guard in the prison said, hey, sorry, we didn't know that they were going to do that. And yeah, just not a grounder in a cardigan. Like, he <laughs> looks so silly. So she's like, it's okay, you did well, you're home in the City of Light. They're like, everything's fine, it's all good, we've taken some of the prisoners already, they were on the cross and immediately folded, and (laughs) one of them is like, oh, okay, yeah, this place is so nice, and she's like the one that we heard from before, she's like the one extra that gets a line. Yeah. So now that they have her and these other grounders' consciousnesses, she knows what their plan is, because they were in the room when Murphy said that, so they know that they're going for the backpack, so we'll just use Amori again, Amori blinks into existence. It's very shortcut yeah. situation. And then it just says, hey, uh, you can fix your defects here because she's left her her hand. And she says, um, I don't have any defects, uh, which is a huge moment. Great line and a line that I know meant a lot to a lot of disabled people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so she's like, anyway, what do you want? <laughs> and they're like, please stop Murphy. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Great. So Imori's in the temple because they know that that's where they're going to. Yes, of course. Um. I found this episode, like, this storyline and even the Arcadia storyline, I was just like, sure, whatever. Like, some of the things they were saying, like, Raven always has these, like, science talks, and I'm just like, uh, okay, w- whatever that means, you know? <laughs> like, the Luna storyline was the one that was the most clear to me. Yeah. You know? I, I would agree with that. Yeah. 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 So, Maury's in the temple, she's talking to Allie, and they're like, we don't want to kill them because we need them, especially Murphy, because we know that Murphy knows stuff about this the This guy flame. knows some stuff. Yeah. So Amori says, hey, why did Becca leave you? And Allie's like, ouch, um, I don't know, but I'll ask her when I see her again. a very painful breakup. Uh, so they're like, do you really think that she's in the flame? And she says, yes, and I think it contains everyone who it's ever been connected to, which we find in a couple episodes is true. So Murphy, Pike, and Indra come in using a secret mm-hmm. tunnel. Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. And uh, Pike shoots all the other, like, people in the room, but Murphy stops him before he shoots Amori. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Amori, I saw Louisa at the post office last week. Because <laughs> we live in Vancouver and we get to do that. Yeah. I saw Supergirl on uh, on the street once. Nice. So they are barricading the door. Pike goes and gets the guns of the people that he just killed. Mm-hmm. And Murphy, I think, is the one who sees that the pod is being powered by the backpack. So they're that like, makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So they're like, does Amori know about the secret passage now? No, because she didn't see us come in. I'm like, okay, she saw what direction you came yeah. from, Yeah. So, like, later when they're like, find the passage! I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure you, it shouldn't be that hard. So Murphy grabs a crowbar and heads toward the backpack. He's gonna destroy it. Uh, and Maury says, John, if you do that, you're killing the entire city. Don't do that. And so Indra's like, how are we supposed to destroy it? Pike says, carefully, which is a callback to what yeah. Murphy just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we come back to them, the door is being held shut, but they don't think it'll last much longer. Pike tells Indra to pick up a gun, which she's, like, not into. Pass. Um, and Emory's like, you're all gonna die down here. <laughs> Allie isn't fully uploaded yet, so they can't let them destroy the backpack, so they need to stall them, basically. Yes. Jaha says that they haven't found their secret entrance yet, which makes sense, because um, even though Amori knew what direction they came from in the temple, they don't know where the tunnel started so mm. that they could find how they got into the temple. You know, like they if, if they were all in the temple, they'd be able to find the way out of the temple, but mm. they don't know the secret entrance to get into the tunnel that gets them into the temple. They're like, Murphy was there with Clark when the AI was taken out. Mm-hmm. So if Clark isn't going to help us with Luna, which she won't, we need him. Of course. Okay. So they're running out of time and they're like, I don't really know where I'm supposed to hit this thing. Uh, Pike once again asks Indra to pick up the gun and she does, but she like doesn't really know how to use it. So she's like right. awkward about it. Allie only needs le- a minute left to do the migration, but their door is about to burst. So they need to do it now or they need to run back through their secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. <laughs> so Pike's like, okay, I guess do it then. And um, Allie's like, Amori, you need to stop Murphy from doing that because I still need more time. And so Amori 
Uh, Luisa's very good in this scene where she's, oh, like, 100%. pleading and she's like, please, it's not just her in here. All of us are in here. The minds of everyone in the City of Light are on that server and you're going to kill all of us if you do this, right? And it's basically, like, leaning on the fact yeah. that it's her. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that, like, you know, in almost every way other than Kane... Being like, do this because of this other person you love uh-huh. has like mostly worked. And it did end up working at the end, like when they threatened Abby. Yeah. Then they got it, they got it to work. But like back when Abby, Abby was like, I'm kissing you. And Kane was like, stop doing that. Allie was like, what? It works for everyone else. That makes no <laughs> sense. Um, you know, it works here with Murphy being like, I can't hurt Amori. It works later with Luna or... Well, I mean, it does work of, with Kane. Like, yeah. That is the whole point of the ending of that episode. No, yeah, that's what I... I, well, I mean, like, before when Allie's just like, it'll work if you kiss him. Oh, yeah, sure. And then and then it doesn't... That part doesn't work. But then it works yeah. when they're threatening Abby. Yeah. So she only needs 30 seconds left and she's like, well, I'll be gone forever. Me, I'll be gone forever. 10 more seconds and Murphy's like, I can't do it because of romance. <laughs> and so Pike goes and he does it instead. And Murphy, like, runs over to Amore and is like, is she okay? And she smiles and he's like, oh my god, we saved her! She's back! And then she's like... <laughs> you are too late. It's a good moment to be honest. Yeah, it is. It's pretty good. So they escape through their secret tunnel and they pull a bag over her head so that she can't see them go through the tunnel. They get into the room. Jaha tells everyone to find the tunnel, but it doesn't matter because the migration is complete and Allie is on the arc now. But I seem to remember us complaining about the fact that this doesn't come back. No, it doesn't. In, like, season five when they're on the arc. Well, I think what they meant and what comes across has very different tones. Okay. Because I think what they mean is they've essentially, like, they have a backup battery Mm -hmm. to the backpack. So if the backpack gets destroyed, they can still power it Mm -hmm. from the functional ring in space. Yeah. And what we all thought they meant was that they put Allie on a hard drive. Yes. And that when they turned the ring on, when they got there in the end of season four, that it would, that Allie would still be in the ring and like wreak some kind of havoc. And so the reason why she even has access to the Ark is via the pod. I think. Yes. But that but pod was, was never part of the Ark. Polaris, which was never part of the Ark. So, okay. But they did communicate. Yeah. When they were in space. That's fair. So. That's fair. Yeah. Because I think that the concept is that she's in Arcadia and she's also in the backpack. But then bad things are happening to both of those places at the same time. And so she can't pull herself out of Arcadia because the backpack is also in danger. Mm-hmm. But then once she gets to the Ark, it doesn't matter what happens to either of those things. And so then she's out of the backpack and out of Arcadia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because... The problem is, like, I think that they think of it as, like, a power source backup that can't be touched. Yeah. And we definitely were like, she has stored her consciousness in this forever. Well, the reason why we all thought that is because of this shot where we see her standing on the arc. Oh, what else are we supposed to think? Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. That was uh, that was never super Like, clear. I don't know how they would have indicated it otherwise, what I they agree. actually meant. Yeah. But it's also just, just very, it's very typical of this show to do something like that. That seems super, super cool. And then just never comes back. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that storyline. They're small because there are three, there are three pieces. So, mm-hmm. uh, now we'll go into the Arcadia storyline. So, Raven is basically looking at her giant screen and she can see all the people that are in the City of Light. So, she points out how many people are in there now. Me, now that I have a second monitor. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm actually a hacker now. Yeah. So she's like, the longer we wait, the stronger we'll be. We really need to do something about this. And Raven thinks that she can do it without Clark because we have Becca's password. However, if we use it, Allie will know. So that means we only have one shot. So we have to be super careful. Monty says we should stick to waiting for Clark. And honestly, T. Yeah. Seems but like, like, like I get, idea. I get Raven and it tracks with what she's done so far this season. Mm-hmm. But also you could just take a nap. Yeah, it's true. Just go to sleep. Uh, And then Monty says, Bob's your uncle. Raven says she hates Bob's your uncle. And I think (laughs) that was brought back in season four. I think so, too. Yeah, I think so, too. So Harper shows up. She sees that Brian and Miller are keeping watch. So she kind of just has a break. So she asks Monty to, like, take her break with her. Raven tells him to go. And she's like, if you don't trust me, if you're worried I'll do the thing, just take the password. And he's like, you have the password memorized. So that actually (laughs) means nothing to me. I don't even care. Yeah. So Monty's talking to Harper saying, I'm worried about Raven. She hasn't taken a break in, like, two days. And Harper's like, well, neither have you. And he's like... Would you like to take a break? (laughs) He's like... 
Well, yeah, but she's like doing typing and stuff and I'm sitting there. <laughs> so it kind of feels like I'm taking a break all the time. So he's like, I'm just trying to keep up. When I look at the code, I just see like gibberish nothing. And when yeah, Raven, yeah. Raven, Raven looks at it, she can see the city of light. Of course. You know, like she, I think, what was it, last episode when she was just like, she has like a building, like a citadel. Like she can tell, it's like she has has a map in front of her, which yeah. is really interesting. I wish that they had had the CGI budget to yeah. do some kind of hologram. Like, like yeah. Either, either something like a hologram or just like something sort of depicting a 3D model with like matrix style binary running mm. over it the whole time. Yeah. And shaped into buildings and and the, yeah. the railway and the lake and stuff. And all like, of the numbers make up the building. Exactly, yes. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Totally. That would have been cool. So Harper's like, anyway, I'm done talking about Raven. Uh, so <laughs> we've had like two days of like peaceful hanging and he's like, uh yeah, not not for long though. And she's like, uh yeah. Um so but like in the in between times, what are we supposed to do? Just like dread the next one? And it's like, yeah, kind of. Monty's like, Mer. That's, that's, I, that's life. I actually just want to sit here and be sad. Yeah. I feel like I would feel a similar way to Monty that I'd be like, I actually can't relax. Mm. Um, because the moment I relax, I'm dead. Yeah, probably. That's why in an apocalypse situation, I'll just die. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I can't be stressed all the time. I can't. I need a break. <laughs> and if that break is death, then so be it. <laughs> I would probably have been Monty on, like, the first day, but mm. after, like, no one showed up to wreck it immediately, I would have been like, okay, cool. I am raiding the kitchen and taking a nap and locking the door. Goodbye. Yeah. If I lock the door, I'm safe, right? I bring my weapon, put it under my bed, lock the door. Yeah. I'm good. I'm done. It doesn't matter. I'm fine. I'm taking a 24-hour nap. I'll see you next apocalypse. Yeah. And so Har- Harper's like, what if we kiss? So she kisses <laughs> Monty and he's like, hey, are you taking over by the chip right now and trying to manipulate me? And you know what? That's an important and valid question. Um, 100%. But, but no. And, and it also like, comes right. off very cute, too. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> you know, it does come off as like, um, listen, my wildest dreams are happening right now. So exactly. I'm just checking, is it's this too very good that. to be true? It's exactly that. So she like leads him away. And at this point, I was fine. Uh-huh. Then we come back from like commercial or something, right? And we see them in bed mm. after post-coital or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I, watching this for the first time, burst into tears. Mm-hmm. Could not watch the rest of the episode and had to come back to it later. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, this absolutely broke my heart because you guys might remember this, but when we uh, covered season three originally, Brittany and I were in with a different podcast network called The Giantist, and I had a segment called Asexual Monty, question mark, question mark, question mark, in which I talked about how, like, you know, before season three, the only two either male characters or characters in general who had never shown an interest in women or anybody, I think, were Miller and Monty. And so a lot of people were like, ooh, Minty, you remember? Yeah. And then in season three, it turned out that Miller was gay. Fine. So then Monty became the one person who had never shown any interest in anybody, mm-hmm. except for, I think, Indra. Um, until Gaia showed up. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is our, you know, and he, he fit into so many boxes as well mm. of like stereotypes and, you know, things that asexual people are and experience as an asexual person myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, I definitely see myself in this character. Of course. Then this happened. So I immediately burst into tears. I'm like, there goes my representation. I hate my life. And I ran away. But... Mm-hmm. It is still like an okay memory for me though, because mm-hmm. I remember after that happening, so many people, I didn't even realize how many listeners we had had at that point. Yeah. So many people reached out to me and was like, I thought of you in that moment and I felt so sad for you. And I was like, me? <laughs> really? So I still have, uh, like, even though it was a really bad experience for me and I was really, really sad, mm-hmm. the people who were nice enough to reach out to me after that happened turned it into a positive memory for me. So yeah. if that was you, thank you. <laughs> that means a lot to me. Yeah, it's very sweet. Because otherwise I just cry every time I watch this and instead I just go, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. That's what would happen with me with most episodes of this show. Yeah. Crying or ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Not that I hate Marper. You know, I ended up liking Marper 
co- like, going they, forward. But they became the only yeah. couple on the show to mm-hmm. get a happy ending, mm-hmm. and uh, good for them. Yeah. I feel like my thoughts on it are that I feel like it kind of came out of nowhere. Exactly. But, I have that too. But it evolved into one of the things that I really, really enjoyed yeah. on the show. So I actually enjoy it. And I think that Harper is very sweet. Mm-hmm. And I like that they oftentimes leaned into her softness mm-hmm. on the show when everyone else is just so harsh all the time. Yeah. You know? That's that's a note that I had as well, which is like Raven. I have a couple in between here, but Raven interrupts and she goes, "Ugh, finally!" And I'm like, "Um, was there any? Was there ever any hint of marker before now? I, I wasn't. I didn't think so. Like you could assume." That I think there's like one or two things that happen in season one, like the low hanging fruit thing. Yeah, and Monty's in there for that. Like I've seen, I've seen gift sets, you know, eons ago with like little moments that were there. Yeah. But like, if you're not shipping it on your own, just on like, I'm like, finally, two pretty what? people vibes alone. Yeah, then this definitely came out of nowhere. Yeah. So they're in bed, and Monty says, I should probably go. And she's like, no, no, I feel happy and safe, and it's nice. Raven shows up, and uh, Raven and Monty go back into the room because she has to show him something. Of course. Uh, I think this is actually, you know, earlier I said, like, last episode or something, but I was actually talking about this scene. Mm -hmm. Um, She says, look, there's this huge fortress of security called the Citadel, and there's, like, a moat. So there must be something hidden there because there's something kind of like a moat. Yeah. So Raven's like, I want to go in. Monty says, no. And she's like, well, we won't know what she's protecting if we don't go in. And Monty says, we'll decide with the others when they come back. I think it's funny that Raven describes it like a moat Mm -hmm. instead of a firewall. Yeah. Which is how Lexa describes it later. And I'm like, how does Lexa have... So Lexa knows what a firewall but is, but and somehow Raven knows what a moat is. Mm-hmm. When they lived, what? Yeah, that's doesn't. Mm-hmm. Raven lived in space. Yeah, where she hacked computers mm-hmm. for the spaceship. Yeah, that isn't on the ground. Mm. Okay, why would you know what a moat is? It's Riverdale. <laughs> So Monty's like, we'll decide with the others when they come back. Raven says, what if they don't come back? Monty says, they will come back. Don't be negative. <laughs> don't. Don't. And talk like that. <laughs> and they're bringing back an AI that's made for this. That is made to fix the problem that we have. Uh-huh. Raven's obviously pissed off about this. She wants to be able to do it by herself. Because um, she doesn't always like teamwork. And I think that's true. And that's fair. Yeah. So he's like, maybe we should get some sleep. She's like, no, I'm going to keep looking for vulnerabilities. And Monty's like, fine, I'll keep you company. Cut to next scene. Monty's fully asleep. <laughs> and Raven's still working. And she looks over at him and makes the active decision to go against him. Yes. And go against what they're doing. Yeah. Because she has faith in herself. And unfortunately, it doesn't pan out this time. And Monty has grave, grave consequences because of that. She also does have, like, a point, though, about every minute they spend not doing it is just, like, she gets losing stronger. time. Yeah. 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 It's just too bad that Mon- she's she went against Monty, and then what oh, happens yeah. to Monty is, like, just really, really bad. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I just, uh... See where she's coming from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Allie is in the City of Light with Jaha, and she's saying, oop, someone is accessing my code with an administrative login. And the way that she kind of reacts is I'm just like, ugh, that's me, when I'm on my period, and then I sneeze, and I go, oh... Um, I'll be right back. Like, that's what it reminded me of her. She was just like, oh, I'm in the middle of talking. Oh, I gotta go. Uh, something has occurred. Uh, something's um, happening. Uh, I gotta go. I, I gotta go deal with a thing. Yeah. I'll be right back. So he's like, where is, where is the code being accessed from Arcadia? So they're like, oh, it could be Jacopo Sinclair or Monty Green. This is the first time that we've learned Sinclair's first name and it was after he died. Thanks. Thanks. Why wasn't Raven a guess? Well, it could be Sinclair or Monty. Jaha's making the guesses, correct? Like, uh, I believe so. Yeah. He doesn't think women are good at things. That's true. That's true. He he is not... He's like anti-feminist. He's misogynist. He's like, it could be this engineer that I know is really good at that sort of thing. Or it could be this teen. Um, I don't know. Definitely not the girl, though. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> Allie is like, Sinclair is dead. He's like, how do you even know that? She says, that's not important. And Mind I believe that that is because Jasper has already been chipped in the other storyline by now. I think you're probably right. Yes. I think that's the only person who could possibly know that that, is, that would be chipped. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's it. And, like, Jasper does show up later in the City of Light, and we never see him get chipped, so. No, it's, it, I mean, it happens so, before he leaves here. Yeah. 
And he becomes a double agent. Yeah. So she's like, I can't log them out. So he's like, disconnect from Arcadia. She says, no, the migration to the Ark or whatever isn't done yet. And the backpack is currently unsafe. And so without the Arcadia, without Arcadia, the backpack would be all I have. And the backpack is about to get destroyed. So if both of those things get destroyed, I'm destroyed. That's bad. We're toast. Yeah. So Yaha's like, we are in a pickle. Oh, this is a, this is a not real good. sticky one. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a sticky pickle. This is. <laughs> So she's like, uh oh, he she's inside the citadel. Uh-huh. And uh or or they're inside the citadel, and he goes, Oh, it's probably Monty. Um, you know, since Sinclair is dead, that's the only other option it could be. Mm-hmm. All good, I can stop mm-hmm. it. So Monty wakes up and he's like, Brandon! What the what the heck have you done? Yeah. So she's like, uh, I'm inside. I knew she was hiding something. And uh so yes, now I am inside and I can't go back. <laughs> so, Everything's fine. <laughs> and then she's like, wait, someone's in the way. Like it's literally a person. It's Hannah, Monty's mom. Oh no. They're like, wow, she sounds so real. And Raven's like, uh, that's because it's actually her. It's actually her consciousness. Don't say that! It makes it worse! <laughs> Oh my gosh. So he's like, can't she hear me? No, you have to type. So Allie tells her to keep talking, keep getting him, like, stall, stall, stall. Mm-hmm. They're like, clearly they sent Hannah to get us to stop doing this. Uh-huh. So she says that she knows he's sorry and she wants to, like, take away that pain. Ugh. And don't you want to be together again, Monty? It's so manipulative. And, like, it's not even really her. So Raven is like... Here's the thing. The only way that we can get through here is if we delete her code, but that means she's, like, gone, gone, uh-huh. forever, forever. And at the end of the season, all the people whose body had died, who were in the City of Light, are also gone forever, forever, you Yeah. Know? Uh-huh. But it sucks that he has to do it personally. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just not sure why we put him through this twice. Exactly. And it's kind of infuriating because... That's, like, sort of a theme through this episode, is Mm. that, like, something terrible happens, and then somebody that we like is forced to kill someone that they love, and, like, I'm just like, okay, this is a lot of, like, suffering, and for what? Because there's nothing really that changes at the end of any of these Mm storylines, because they all fail. Yeah. This is just an episode about failure, and not in that cool way where it's, like, Failure leads to success. Yeah. Um, it's in the bad way where it's like, failure just means your odds of succeeding in the end are significantly now lower. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I also think that that's something that, you know, you guys have been bringing up for literally years, uh, that um, this is like... I don't want to say the start of it, Mm -hmm. but a really good example of it is that something that you guys had always been saying was that this show is just torture porn. Oh, yes. And so it's like, so we all did bad things and lost incredibly important people, and now we're all very sad, and also nothing good came of it. Yeah, and we're several steps further from being able to succeed in our end game plan. Great. Cool. And that was also, like, a super big problem I had with season four, mm-hmm. because it was, like, four or five episodes in a row where they were like, okay, let us let us implement these six plans to save us from the second apocalypse. Yeah. And then by the end of the episode, all of the plans have failed, and not in the fun, cool way. Yeah. And I'm, that's, yeah. yeah. So, and it also plays absolutely right into the torture porn thing. <laughs> and re-watching it, it's still just as obvious, and I'm just like, ugh, okay. Yeah. But, like, the body count this episode is so high. Yeah. And for what? <laughs> ugh. So she's like, Monty, just to make you feel worse, I love you also. Hey, don't you want to, like, not let me die? Yeah. Because I love you? So he says, I love you too, and hits enter to destroy her, but he didn't type it, so she didn't even hear it. How dare you? Like, he's just like, love you too, kill. Like, she, she, so in her Ah! brain, she's like, I love you, son. Dead. And he's like, dead. Yeah. I mean, she wouldn't know, because I don't know that it's there's true. an afterlife in the in yeah. the computer. And so he but- <laughs> deletes her from the City of Light, and she's gone Ugh. now. <sighs> it's just so sad. So, like, Monty's story yeah. with his mom is just so sad. Mm-hmm. And for what? Yeah. And so Jaha's like, crap, our plan didn't work. Allie, you need to get out of there. She still says no, because she's the backpack is still in peril. She can't do it. Yeah. And her migration still isn't, isn't finished. So Raven is still hacking. She's like, I'm through the last door. And I just wanted to say that I could never do hacking and and coding like this with this type Mm -mm. of stakes. I would have way too many typos. I'd be like, oh, frick. Oh, oh, crap. Oh, hold on. on." And it kept being like, error, error, error. And I'd be like, sorry, I'm not good at this. Um, I'm doing my best. 
But then the screen goes black before she can get through the final door, and yes. so Allie disconnected herself because her migration was complete or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was all... So Monty's like, cool, so all of that was for nothing, and Raven's just like, no, because now we know there's a kill switch. And he's like, but we can't even use the kill switch because the code is gone. Mm-hmm. So he blames Raven because we were supposed to wait for everybody to show up, and he says, do you want to go back in there? You want to take the chip? Is that the reason why? And he, like, gives her a chip, and he's just like, are you trying to, like sabotage us on purpose yeah and stuff like that and you know she's crying and i get that she feels bad but i also it's like i feel bad for both of them it's hard for me to i think both of their reactions are very they're just right yeah for both of their characters and like i am glad that it wasn't all for nothing because that would have been then like definitely made it a huge waste of time Mm -hmm. but it's also it seems like in universe and in audience the necessity of that was vastly different so it's like super important for us to know that there's a kill switch right but they would have figured it out when they went in the other time Mm -hmm. we don't need to like we need to know now that that's part of the plan Mm -hmm. but they don't they didn't need to they didn't need to know ahead of time yeah and like it's not something they they need a code for Mm -hmm. it's something that they literally switch on and off like a light switch so it kind of was a waste of time yeah and it was all just to tell us one thing that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the last storyline is the Luna storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, but real quick, I'm going to talk to you about Patreon. Hell yeah. It is a service in which you can donate to some of your favorite creators. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash theafficionados. And if you join, there are a few pretty cool things that you can grab. Um, at $1 a month, uh, you get early access to every single podcast. This one comes out a whole week in advance on Patreon. $2 is our Discord server. $5 is 10% off uh, at the place where I sell stuff, my small business, um, where Brittany sells stuff, and where our Lost Pod co-host Casey sells stuff. Um, so you should check all those out. You get 10% off of all of those places uh, at the t- $5 level. And um, my personal favorite is the $10 level, which is our Patreon-only podcast, which is called OK Love You High. We talk for about 45 minutes every two weeks about whatever we want. And it's pretty funsies. It's super funsies. Yeah. And it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So check us out on Patreon if you possibly have the means. If not, just recommend us to a friend, um, mm-hmm. whether it be this podcast or any of our other ones, uh, which we will talk about in the outro. Thank you. We appreciate you. You're the best. Okay. The Luna storyline, which Sam covered. Yes. Out on Luna's rig, Jasper, Octavia Clark, and Bellamy are listening to the Shay tell a story about a shark attack when Luna walks in and Bellamy and Clark try to convince her to change her mind, but she says she's not interested and that whatever that they are so worried about, it's not going to reach them there. Haha. Oh, whoopsie. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Luna wants to talk to Octavia. She gives her back Lincoln's journal and Octavia's mad that Luna doesn't want to help them. She says that Lincoln would have wanted Luna to help, but Luna's like, he never would have brought these vibes here. Yeah, I love that moment because it's just like, it seems like you're the one who doesn't know anything about Lincoln. Yeah, and it's very like, ooh, yikes. <laughs> I did only know him for like six months. Yeah, so maybe you're right about that. We'll yeah. See. I was like, what is what is happening in this scene? Is it some weird poetry slam? Like, I guarantee all the people on this rig have heard this story already. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like, I can't remember visually, though, mm-hmm. if they're are, like, some children around. Right, and some, like, cellos um, and people snapping. <laughs> I thought it was, like, there are kids around and, like, someone oh, had I asked see. her to mm. tell them a story. And it's also, like, I feel like they're going for a very pirate ship mm-hmm. vibe with these people. And so it, like, harkens back to, not medieval, but, like, pirate times. Yeah. When one of the main forms of entertainment was storytelling. Mm-hmm. And just, like, in this format. Yeah. And so I feel like that's the vibe they're going mm-hmm. for. Yeah, it's about being attacked by a shark, I guess, is what yeah. it's about. Which, like, leans on the pirate thing. Yes, yeah. I also really like the moment where, I think it was Clark who's just like, well, so much for you, savior of those in need. Or no, no, actually it was Octavia, I think. Yeah, you're the savior of those in need. I was told that you were the savior. And she's like, you don't want me to save you. Yeah. You want me to fight with you. Exactly. Which is not, and she's like, yeah, it's a war. Lincoln would have watched you. Lincoln knows about this place. Yeah. Lincoln knows me. You're the dumbass who doesn't know Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. It's very fish out of water. Yeah. And, so and to speak. I, she says, well, Lincoln never would have brought you here. And yet he was really planning on doing it, but it was kind of He would have brought went. her there, but yeah. she's not, she didn't go this dark before he died, so. Yeah. 
as well, I, I also wrote that maybe he wanted to be there with her to sort of, like, keep her in line and remind her of what, like, the the vibes of this place were, you know? Like, I don't know if he would have had to, like, keep her in line if the mm. things that have happened to her haven't hadn't hadn't happened, happened yeah, to her. So true. I don't know if that was, like, something on his mind. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I wonder if that would have been the plan that he'd be able to be like, okay, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. You know, don't make it weird. <laughs> Let's go. Later, Shay brings Jasper some, like, ocean water iced tea, I'm yeah. assuming. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, they swap stories and find out they have a lot in common. Bellamy's, like, super happy to see Jasper smile for once, and Clark is, like, still super, super determined to just, she's, like, single-minded mm-hmm. this episode to a fault. And she just really wants Luna to take the flame, and now she's, like, whether she consents to it or not. Gross. The Blakes are like, you're insane. And then they immediately give up trying to stop her and actually help her on her way to do it. I think that Clark, Bellamy, and Octavia are so funny this episode because, like, literally they're like, let us out of this container. And the next time we see them, they're just like, suck that we're stuck in this container. (laughs) Try (laughs) and get out. Are you kidding me? What are you doing? Okay, so anyway, uh, I like how Jasper's like, was your story even real? And she was like, kinda. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Are you actually from this guy? And he's like, yeah, I'm really cool. (laughs) So she says that she was born on the rig, which is interesting yeah. because uh, Clark later is just like, were they born here? And she's like, some of them. Some and of them. like, Shay is so much older than them. So they've been mm-hmm. here for such a long time. Exactly. I, I also- imagine I imagine that Luna didn't start this place, mm-hmm. but that she inherited it yeah. after having run away and found sanctuary yeah. there. I wonder if she, like Octavia, had heard about it from somebody like Lincoln, and that's why she was able to run away. And, you know, she herself was the one who seeked safe passage. That's very Sook. possible. Sought. Sought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not suck. What? Suck. <laughs> I also, you know, this uh, conversation between Bellamy and Clark and Octavia, and you can see Luna and Derek, like, snuggling in mm-hmm. the back, and Luna's just, like, kind of staring daggers at them. Like, I bet you're talking about forcing something on me, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And so, it harkens back to, like, not two episodes ago mm-hmm. when Jaha was like, do you have to get their permission? Yeah. Let's just hasten things along. Right. And this sucks because it's, like, kind of a parallel to the other scene where, you know, Jaha says the same thing mm-hmm. about, like, consent and everything. Except Jaha and Ali are villains. Yeah. And now our heroes are saying this? We're supposed to be rooting for Clark. Clark <laughs> Yucky, gross! Clark Yuck. is the main character. This sucks. And we're supposed to, like, I know she's an anti-hero. Yeah. And that's very cool. I thought at the time that, like, the female lead of a show was an anti-hero because mm-hmm. I thought she was, like, doing the same kind of thing as, like, Breaking Bad. Yeah. But now I'm like, actually, I don't like either of those shows. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they're like, uh, consent? And they're like, no, it's it's okay. Yeah. She's like, how are we supposed to, like, what are we supposed to do? It's our, literally our friends and family that we're fighting against. Like, there's no other choice to win the war. We have to do it. And yeah. Octavia points out. Even Allie gives people a choice, and I'm like, well, not anymore. Yeah, I'm like, she's been, uh, she's been talked out of that. We gave her a choice, and she said no. Okay, so so we gotta respect that, I'm just saying. And now we have revoked the choice, and we're gonna force her to do it. I'm so sad. I'm so sad that all of this happens to Luna, but I can't help but cheer when Luna's just like, sure, and she like drugs them and is like, bye! Exactly. I can't help but cheer. She's absolutely, she's 100% the hero of this episode. Hey, you ruined my life again, bye! Yeah, the only people worth rooting for in this episode that are like active players Mm -hmm. are... Murphy. Yeah. And Luna. And Monty. And I guess Monty, yeah. yeah. But, like, I feel like Jasper and Monty and, um, oh, someone in Polis, Indra, are more, they're less the active player mm. in that storyline. And they're just and more roles. like, I'm here to fill this out. Yeah. Luna is teaching children how to fish and the importance of community when Clark is like, I would like to have a word. <laughs> Derek takes the kids away and leaves the two of them alone, which is, like, bold choice. Mm-hmm. Also, you're in the apocalypse. What kind of name is Derek? Derek. I know, and it's spelled, but it's spelled, like, the oil rig, like an oil Derek. I did not think about that at yeah. all. And probably would not have told you that was the name yeah. for that until you pointed it out. I think it's a joke. Because, like, now that you've yeah. said it, I'm like, oh, that's definitely what it is. It's a joke like Adam was a joke in season one. And just, like, I watching it every time, including today. Yeah. Derek. I'm just like, just, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah. Luna recognizes that Clark cared for Lexa 
and tells Clark that she's still not interested in taking the flame. Mm-hmm. Clark is like, please, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. And Luna's like, too bad. And Luna's <laughs> like, no, heart emoji. So then Clark activates the flame and tries to force it on her, but then Luna takes her by surprise and just absolutely puts her on her ass, which she had it coming. Queen, you knew that this was a trained warrior, yeah. and you're showing up here without any backup? Cool. Clark fully, just straight up assuming she dipped because she was, like, scared. She too, thought she was a coward. Yeah. Because that's what Titus said. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, we're gonna play, we're gonna totally believe Titus. Yeah. And then Luna power moves, and she says, hey, I didn't dip because I was too scared to lose. I dipped because I didn't want to win. I just didn't want to kill people and also be a leader of a society that I don't believe in the values of. She was like- And fair. I decided not to kill your future girlfriend after I had to kill my brother, and I respect that choice. I understand why Luna had so many fans, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things to like about her, and I think I said this last episode, but I complain about the way she died. I hate that she- I hate that she died doing what she always fought against. By the- like, Lincoln and Lexa were sort of the, like- start of it of like really just killing off people that we cared about and like those two are the top of like that category to me but then it just sort of snowballed after Mm -hmm. that like as we're heading into the end of season four it's just okay we gotta start get them out of here get them out of here chop And it's just, like, senseless to Mm -hmm. at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. I also, uh, I wrote down during this scene that um, Luna gives big, like, queer vibes Mm -hmm. with, like, the way that she feels about community and sanctuary and safety. Y'all were, y'all were cowards for not making Luna and Raven happen, I'm just saying. Yeah, like... Those, though, that's two bisexuals. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I think about Luna and Roan, who both died in 410, and I think about them, and I think about how, like, beloved they were, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, stop killing off characters that, like, they just ha- made such an impact. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's funny that, uh, you know, Luna's, like, making a joke in Trig and stuff, and all the kids who are just actors are just like, ha ha ha, like, I yeah. totally know what joke you just made <laughs> in, a, in a made-up language. Sure. <laughs> Not that all languages aren't made up, which they are. Yeah. Okay, so Luna hugs this one girl in particular. Yes. And she obviously ends up important later for, like, the reason why she's Part like, Part of no, the torture. Maybe I'm remembering Anya, because Anya also had a girl that she was- that she yes. really liked. And- but then later- Luna in season four comes and they're all sick and there's like a girl that she cares about. Is this the same girl? I want Do you remember s- that? I want to say later that it's the same girl. Yeah. And if so, doesn't she die? I'm pretty sure she dies. But also like, isn't there a whole thing where like Murphy helped save her? Like, like he stole something, but then he like gave it to Abby because like Raven wouldn't let her have I it I can't something? remember if they saved the girl or if they, or if she dies. No, I'm pretty sure that they, now that you're talking about it and I'm talking back through it. Luna saves herself because of her blood, and they right. save the girl because of Murphy stealing the medicine. Right. And then Triss, who is Anya's girl, dies. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to assume that it's the same girl, mm-hmm. simply for the fact that that makes the story better, and not anything based in canon, which well, is probably just whimsical. Yeah, we didn't get a name for her this episode, and I'm pretty sure we do get a name for her in season four, and so even if they changed the actor... It's the same girl, okay? Yeah. I think it's funny where she was like, hey, what all did Titus tell you? And Clark was like, he said you sucked. And she's like, mm, yeah, he didn't he like, like me. Yeah, that sounds like him. <laughs> yeah, we weren't friends. Oh, Lexa's death must have been really hard for him. Oh, haha, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was definitely, um, uh, yeah. Like, uh, I felt really normal about it. And then Luna's like, hey, I can tell you were gay for Lexa. And I can Clark's tell you like, were super gay. Yeah. Clark's like, yeah, that's a true thing about me. She was like, "You, oh, we're, Lexa was working towards peace, and we could like keep it going." And she's like, "I have peace. Why I should I go? I am peaceful. Could you please go away?" I also respect the fact that Luna's just like, "Listen, um, I don't need world peace. I just need peace for me." Yeah, <laughs> and like, and like, she has her own community. Like, I respect rejecting anybody who is gonna bring conflict mm-hmm. and violence into your home. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I start a fangirl like my friends we all go live on a commune farm island thing i also wouldn't let like 
some men. <laughs> I, I wouldn't let men there. Yeah. Um, and just, like, anybody who, like, doesn't pass the vibe check. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> and, like, Clark does not pass the vibe check. Yeah. Ever. And, like, Clark then, like, tries to put it in her head and Lou yeah. obviously attacks her. And I'd be like, every single time I've spoken to you, you have disrespected the hell out of exactly. me. In what world am I helping you at this I, point? No. It's not even about helping the world. It's not about, it's about not helping you. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> There's this part where she goes, she's like, I'll give you back your weird chip when you leave. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Later, it's dark outside, and Luna is loading up Sky Crew to- she's like, Bye! She's like, see ya, don't ever come back. Yeah. And one of the guards, we realize, is chipped, because yeah. Allie is like, oh my god, there's that thing I want. Grab it. Get it. And then, so they shove Clark and Bellamy and Octavia into the shipping container and lock the door. And, and they hang out there. <laughs> and then show and then, back up just to do nothing. Exactly. And we find Jasper, who is still hanging out with Shay. Um, was he planning to stay, question mark? I don't know. I don't think so, but... I think he, they, he, she was, like, walking him out, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to show that he's, like, got a connection with her again. Yes. So that he can be like, another one of my girlfriends died. Yeah. Just and it's so th- all Quark's fault. Just so we can, like, really nail home that um, Jasper is going to be sad and think that nothing is worth anything mm-hmm. and that he should never talk to anyone again. Yeah. So she gets shot in the back with an arrow mm-hmm. and Jasper gets, like, taken. And we sort of watch helpless- helplessly as Shay just, like, the life drains out of her on yeah. the floor. I think it's... <laughs> I, I don't want to laugh, mm-hmm. but, like, Jasper being like, oh, immediately clocking that Allie is here, Allie says, okay, he knows, and we can't let him or her tell the people not to take the chip, because if we show up and no one's warned them, everybody's just gonna take it. Yeah. You know, and it'll be fine and normal. 100%. And Cause so, like, someone you trust is asking you to do something, and, like, Shay takes, like, three steps until she's- It's until horrible. she gets shot down, like, she doesn't even, she doesn't even get anywhere, Mm-mm. and so it's like- I don't want to laugh, but it's also like, oh, okay, I'll go. Step, step. Oh, I'm dead. I'm gone. Yeah, like, I don't know who blocked this, but okay. Yeah, whoops. And I like the moment when Jasper, like, that's what's really fun about, uh, like, villains that can't feel any pain, that Jasper, Mm -hmm. like, punches him in the face and he just kind of is just like, Like, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Elsewhere, later, the chip guards are waterboarding Luna and trying to get her to take the flame. Simultaneously, Clark, Bellamy, and Octavia are sort of, like, putting the pieces together of what happened in the container. They try to get out, but mm, they're stuck. Oh, Because they didn't get their weapons back yet. Mm-mm. They're, I think, because they're they on gonna, the boat. Yeah, they were gonna give it to them when they left, when mm-hmm. they left them back on the beach. So, back in the main, the machine room, uh-huh. Derek, who is, like, chained up with Jasper, says that he'll take the chip if they stop hurting Luna. Because they, because he loves her. Mm-hmm. It's very much the same sort of same system we've that done. we've seen yeah. as several times now which like i like it i like it once for my ship because Mm -hmm. i like that trope yeah when i see it happen every single time i'm like okay okay dear god you know no what just occurred to me is that they don't try and do that with murphy like they're like we need murphy don't kill him but then they don't try and like destroy amori in regards yeah or in in just in part of as part of that goal they well they reverse do it yeah well it's not really reverse they use it in a different way yeah in this episode still Mm -hmm. Because yeah, that's true. they're not trying to get him to take the chip, mm-hmm. but they are trying to get him to not kill Allie. Yeah. So they're like, John, I'll die. Yeah. And so it's the same sort of... And I think that they probably would have done something similar if Pike hadn't come in and killed those guards that were in there with her, because there were multiple people in there in the temple with her. Sure. So uh, my guess last yeah, headcanon is that they probably would have done the same thing. Because they keep saying, we need Murphy, we need Murphy. Mm-hmm. We need the information that he has. And it would have been too close to what they already did with Raven and Abby mm-hmm. if they had just gotten Amori to try and, like, kill herself. Exactly. And, like, please stop. Yeah. Please stop. And it's like, if they just got Murphy in the City of Light, then they wouldn't need Clark, they wouldn't need anybody. Because they would know how to put the flame in somebody. Yeah. So he Jasper tries to, like, so dissent and, like, explain what the chip is, but... uh they just punch him in the stomach. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming they just, like, slip it in his mouth there yeah. or something. I don't know. I, I think it happens in between this scene and, and the next, the next one. scene, yeah. Okay. But, so, Derek takes the chip anyway uh, to get them to stop hurting Luna. And then we watch in horror as he tricks her into thinking that it's all over and it's all fine. And then Heartbreaking. Um, goes to... Like, torture her, drown her, like, even After worse. After such a order. trauma, and then yeah. you're finally saved by the love of your life, and then that happens. Yes. Yeah. I, oh my gosh, that hurts my heart. Like, Luna's storyline in this episode is a nightmare. Luna's storyline, um, in general, is just trauma, trauma, trauma. Yeah. Um, back when this show was, like, 
semi-good and trying to be Battlestar Galactica meets Lost. This episode gives very, like, you are the harbinger of death, Clark Griffin, which is, you are the harbinger of death is a thing that gets said to Kara Thrace a lot on Battlestar, to those who have not seen, like my co-host. Hello. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, Clark, Clark just honestly embodies that more than Kara ever did, because she actually does actively bring death wherever she goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what Jasper says, and yeah. it feels harsh, but it's kind of true. Like, in retrospect, I, I really loved Clark at the time. Yeah. And now I would fight her behind a Denny's. Yeah. And that's my business, okay? I seem to remember, and maybe this happened at Unity Days when Nadia was there that one year, or maybe it was some other thing that I saw on Twitter or something, but I seem to remember Nadia saying that this is, like, basically impossible to fake on camera, and she was just straight up waterboarded oh, for geez. the show. I seem to remember her saying that once, and every time I watch it now, I'm just like, oh my god. I mean, how how would you? There's no yeah. way to fake that, so... Um, I mean, God, anything for art, I guess, but geez. I'm so sorry that you suffered for this show. Yeah. Um, I understand why you did at the time, because it was pretending to be a good show. Yeah. And I'm sorry in retrospect for all of us. So how much has Clark explained about, like, the actual logistics of what's happening? Because, like, Luna, like, looks up to the captain or whatever. I think she calls him Cap and everything. Like, this guard who is, like, hurting her. Mm -hmm. And she says, like, why are you doing this? She's saying this to someone who she assumed was, like, a good friend of hers. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering if Clark was just like, we need you to take this because bad things are happening. Or if she, like, actually explained what's going on. Because she seems really confused. I don't think she explains what's going on at all. I think she's like, we really need a leader. Yeah. She's not telling her, and, like, we're at war we need a leader. She's not telling her anything about the enemy. Yeah. I wonder if she's like, oh, if we explain too much, then she'll definitely say no because exactly. it's so hard. But yeah, Clark puts together that if they if they chip her and then give her the flame, she'll know everything and Allie will know everything because she'll already be in Luna's mind and then exactly. Allie will have access to everything the flame also has access to. Exactly. So it turns out that Shay wasn't dead. She used the last bits of her life mm-hmm. to free Clark, Octavia, and Bellamy and then tell them where the others are. Downstairs, Derek is still torturing Luna when they bring in a child to torture in in order to force Luna to consent. Mm -hmm. Um, The same one. The same child from earlier. She uses the distraction, though, to gain the upper hand and takes out the three guards and then tries to take get Derek to just stop because, of course, she's going to hesitate. She She cares about him. And he doesn't stop. He still advances, so she has to, like, pull a sick grounder move and kill him. And it's a really well-blocked fight scene. Yeah. Probably one of my favorites mm. as far as blocking goes in the in the show because she does like some cool spin thing and like wraps her arm around his and then has to like get close to him to kill him. Yeah. It's a very romantically shot kill scene, mm-hmm. which makes sense because they're romantic partners. Yeah. Like I said earlier, I think it's so funny that they just spent literally like half the episode trapped in a mm-hmm. shipping container. I they like they literally were just sitting there not even trying to get out. Yeah. Because they don't have their weapons, right? So they're just like, guess we'll give up. Like they don't even like go and look and try and and find some sort of like I weak would have been spot like or checking the seams, like okay. seeing if there's like a screw I can unscrew. And Octavia's like, I feel bad because this whole thing was a hundred percent safe before we showed up. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you and should feel bad. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. So yeah, great. you're absolutely correct. Mm, this is your fault. And freaking shout out to Shay for really coming in clutch. By Honestly, being like, like I can't imagine how much pain she's in. Yeah, I would have. Um, I would have just died. Mm-hmm. They can stay there. Yeah. And, like, they don't do anything useful when they get out either. They just witness it. No. They just hang out. Yeah. They're just like, oh, no. But I feel bad for, I mean, I feel bad for Luna, like I've said. But, like, you know, she kills everyone but Derek. But, like, she also knew all those other people, too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, God. And and all, and all her little kid friend yeah. watched her do it all mm-hmm. after Luna has been, after like, After Luna's been, like, teaching, teaching her about, about how important community yeah. is and, like, nonviolence and, like... She sees this person who has taught her everything she knows turn into a monster, the monster that she tried so hard not to be. Yeah. And like, ugh, it's ugh. just so sad. And then Clark and Bellamy come in and they just stand there and like, they're like, oh God. Oh, sucks. We really did that, <laughs> huh? And like, Allie's just like, well. And, like, you think maybe that they'll learn a lesson, mm-hmm. but in like the next scene, they're like, hey, anyway, no, Luna. They so- had, they didn't oh my anything. God, I have so much to say about that scene. Like, I love how, like, in the first two storylines, we're just like, anyway, this is what happens. And now we're like, here's what I have to say. <laughs> this was the storyline that did something. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, the, it's called Red Sky at Morning. It's about sailors. They're on the ocean. So this is the yep. episode that it was, the, this is the storyline it was about. Yeah. But like, Allie says, if Luna's not going to do it, then we got to just kill her because Clark can't have her. Yep. Right. Well, 
Well, little do you know, she doesn't want to hang out with Clark. She doesn't <laughs> want to. But yeah, she kills her true love, Derek, and she like screams and cries, and Nadia does an incredible job. Yeah. It's absolutely heart-wrenching. She just wails, and it's very good. And then Clark and Octavia and Bellamy come in, and it's like, thanks for coming in three freaking seconds too late, yeah. my guy. Absolutely useless. And Jasper says, oh, I'm okay. They couldn't they break, couldn't break me. me. I'm too tough. But they fully did. He's yeah. already chipped yeah, at this he's point. Gone. He's gone. Shay is dead, and Jasper doesn't feel any pain about it, because he's just like, well, that's how it is being us. You know, he can't feel bad about it because he's in but the it, and it, But it, like, also comes off, it's a very good trick yes, to everybody. Yes, for sure. Um, because Jasper has become very cynical this season, uh-huh. and so it makes sense for him to stay in that, like, cold, cynical place uh-huh. instead of letting himself be sad about it, yeah. because that hurts way more. The, like, feeling that if I was Luna... I mean, I would be, like, obviously in grief, you know, she's she's crying and everything. As soon as Clark walks in, it immediately turns to rage for me. Oh, 100%. I'd be like, get the hell out of here immediately! Yeah, like, she probably didn't see Clark at first, is my assumption, because yeah. she's, like, so emotional about mm-hmm. Derek. Yeah. But honestly, the second that I had, like, seen her, I would have been beating her into the ground if I had been We Lena. We pride ourselves on never bashing. Like, we're, we're not character bashers. Yeah. But you have to admit that, it, from Luna's perspective, mm-hmm. who These is guys this freaking suck. girl? Get the hell out of here. Yeah. 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 Okay, so it's the last scene of this storyline. Mm-hmm. And Luna is performing, or, like, starting to perform yeah. a memorial ceremony for the people that they lost. And, she like, seems to be, like, cleansing herself mm-hmm. of it as well. And, like, just doing a very ritualistic practices in order to honor these people and their spirits. And, like, she says uh, that they, like, give their dead to the sea, which yeah. I think is really cool. It is beautiful. And It um, made Flow Crew be one of, kind of, my favorite. Yeah, honestly. Factions? What is, what's the word? Clans. Yeah. Yeah. Luna invites them to stay for the memorial ceremony but then and, and then the they'll be out. leaving. Yeah. Luna says that she can't let more of her people die so needlessly and Clark yeah. is like, yes, she's gonna be on my team yeah. now. And it's then, so it's so <sighs> crappy though. Yeah. And Clark's like, nice. And like before Luna walks over there, Clark is even still like, okay, that really sucked back there, but hopefully now she'll understand how serious she's this like, is. Oh, she'll definitely agree with us now. Maybe you know? she's learned her lesson. Oh, yeah. it's so icky. Yeah, cause, well, because Bellamy's like, anybody could still be chipped here. We don't know anybody's like, and literally he's standing next to Jasper or whatever. Um, yeah. And Jasper's oh like, God. oh yeah, that'd be weird. And so Clark's like, well, if they are, once we are putting the flame in Luna, because obviously she's mm-hmm. changed her mind now, then they'll do something about it. Yeah. And, and Jasper's like, oh, cool, she's going to do it. And she's like, um, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Luna shows up. Like, Clark leaves it. It looks, it's all going great. And then mm-hmm. they toast to the people who have died. Oh. And, and, uh, then we start to realize that they're drugged. Oopsie. Good. Uh, she tells Clark that whatever she's doing, like this, you have to be, you'll do anything to be the enemy, mm-hmm. is no better than mu- blood must have blood. Exactly. It's like a great delivery. Mm-hmm. And like, as they realize that she's like, gotcha, they pass out. Yeah. And Clark <laughs> literally is like, no! Oh! <laughs> And she, they wake up on the beach where they were initially dropped off, and the Clark still has the flame, though. Um, Luna did give it back. And, um, well, also, literally, if she kept the flame, she's like, more chip people are gonna show up here. Yeah. No, get out. All of you, get I out. I want all of you, you and your bad vibes gone. Yes. And then Bellamy literally ends the episode by going, now what? Yeah, everybody <laughs> just, like, looks towards Clark. So, she goes, hey, Luna, so sorry that all that happened, but... Now that you know how bad it is, you're going to help us, right? Hey, um, this is really bad timing. Yeah. Clark, have you considered some compassion? Clark! They, like, listen, I'm not bashing Clark. I'm bashing the way that they're writing Clark oh, yeah. this episode. She has no compassion. She has no sympathy. What, what, is this your main character? I guess. What the I'm like, <laughs> what am I supposed to root for? Ugh. Uh, she's um, like, people I love died today because I literally killed them. Yeah. And Clark, you're not only asking this the day after the people, like, or the, within the same day that the people have died. Yeah. You're asking it at their funeral. At their funeral. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she's just like, you're right. People I love died because I did that and I will not let that happen again. And Clark's just like, okay, so you want to be like the leader, really right? Nice. I win. We did it. Yeah. And she's like, anyway, so we need to find somewhere private to give you the flame, right? And Luna's like, no, you have safe passage in your drinks. <laughs> you're out of here. Bye-bye. Yeah. So they all wake up at the exact place that they were, and everyone just sort of yep. looks at her and is like, uh, Clark, what's the plan? And Clark's like, I don't know! 
Like, I know that this is part of the, like, overarching narrative to get our heroes at the lowest point right before they find victory or whatever in the end. But I also, even at the time of this airing and my time, like, absolutely loving the show, thought this episode was a fat waste of time. Yeah. It's... uh, Everyone fails. Mm Mm-hmm. For nothing. Yeah. And it's worse. I just, like, can't help but think, and I know that there are, one, two, three, four, four more seasons of this show. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this episode doesn't weigh on Clark and Octavia and Bellamy's conscience for the rest of their lives. Honestly, yeah. Like, that's how bad it is. And, like, I really, I, I loved getting to see the rig and, like, yes. to know Luna. And, like, that part of it, in theory, is cool because of its potential. Mm-hmm. But then nothing ever else happens really except like the characters come back and it's just like oh okay 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 let's go into segments (laughs) let's go into segments uh my first segment is the post-apocalyptic sasquatch uh which is my favorite line of word not sassy this episode but a very important uh line the only one that i picked out from Mm -hmm. this episode goes to jaha and amori for amori you know you can correct your defects here i would if i had any it's such a boss move Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, that was still a very good line and a very good delivery from Louisa, who is, like, probably one of the best actors on the show. Iconic moment and one of the shining lights of the episode. Honestly. Uh, One of the only shining lights of the episode. (laughs) And um, my segment is, what is Sam shipping the most? I think that I have to give it to Top, Luna, and Derek. Uh Uh-huh. And then, but I also really like Monty and Harper. Good. Yeah. Yeah, looking back on it, I can be like, we all love Monty and Harper, yeah. but like remembering when I first watched this, I was like, ah, my life is over! <laughs> and uh, I never got ace representation in the show. Do I ever get ace representation? Almost never. But, whatever. Uh, and then my other segment is Robin's Murphy Me moment. It's Soon, so you guys, close. we're coming up on it, and I promise there's content in season two and season one. <laughs> I was uh, I was playing back this episode in like the tunnels and stuff, and I was like, yeah. I was like, tunnels. oh my god, is it this one? No, Bellamy's no. doing something else. Um, it's happening, but it's the, it's, it's so soon. Yeah. That tunnel scene is truly spectacular mm-hmm. because there's like some zoom in slow mo stuff yeah. going on vibes. The like elevator scene at the end of this season almost makes up for the lack of Murphy me in the entire <laughs> season. So yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Sorry, we were kind of mean. <laughs> <laughs> Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. Uh, if you are so inclined, write us a review wherever you're listening. If that's possible, uh, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, thank you to our lovely roommates, Brittany and Emily, for their cooperation and respect during this podcast. Um, they are the best. It's really nice of them to l- try and drown us out talking about a show that hurt them. Really yes, nice. exactly. <laughs> Uh, if you're a fan of Riverdale, we like to talk about that show, too. Uh, we are currently covering the sixth season of Riverdale, um, and we have an episode for every single episode. You don't have to watch Riverdale <laughs> to listen to it. We watch Riverdale so that you don't have to. And if you're a fan of Stranger Things, Woo! we like to talk about that show, too. We have covered uh, the first three seasons, mm-hmm. and we did a like short wrap-up pod about our immediate binge-watch feelings of Volume, volume one. 1 of Season 4, And we are super excited to do that with the last two and also to just talk about season four. Mm -hmm. Um, We super, super love that show. It's my favorite podcast to talk on. And I can I can watch Stranger Things for Infinity where I cannot do that with this show. So go check it out. Speaking of a show I can watch until infinity, if you're a fan of Lost, we like to talk about that show too. It is a show that this show was partially inspired by, mm-hmm. um, so I guarantee you'll like it. There's an actor you, there is an actor that you'll recognize <laughs> on it. We are almost done season three over there. It's our longest, most big brain podcast. Um, we have guests over there, and there's a spoiler section at the end. So if you want to watch along for the first time and listen along, um, mm-hmm. you should. I would be honored. It would change my life. DM me if you're doing that. <laughs> I want to talk about it. Yeah. You can follow the Aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Redbubble, YouTube, pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. But we are mostly on Twitter because who isn't? Yeah, that's that's mostly it. Uh, like I said earlier, our Patreon is patreon.com slash theaficionados. If you like what we do here, please consider donating. It is expensive. It is free for you to listen to, but it's not free to make, and it takes up a lot of our time and energy, and so we really appreciate your help over there. 
If not, maybe you could check out some of the places where Brittany, Casey, and I, uh, Brittany, where Brittany, Brittany and Casey and I uh, all sell things. That's another way that you can support us while um, getting something cool. Yeah. And uh, if not, just recommend us to a friend. Uh, this podcast or any of our other podcasts, it really does help. And like, I don't make anything cool, but the stuff that they make is super cool. Yeah. Robin does super awesome embroideries. Casey does candles, and Brittany makes uh, enamel pins and prints stickers. and stickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check them out. Yeah. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. And you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Casey's, which is S-A-M-C-A-S-E-Y-S. Our next episode is episode 315, Perverse Instantiation Part 1. Which I hate! So <laughs> look forward to that. And that comes out on July 27th. But if you want it a whole week in advance, uh, it comes out on July 20th on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, so join that. It is uh, only $1 a month to get um, that early access. So. Yes. Seems worth it to me. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, my violent, uh, the violent um, difference between my feelings about the first half of this finale and mm-hmm. the last half of this finale mm-hmm. are so aggressive. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. I'm excited. Hey, (laughs) then we get to go season two, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye.